the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for five bucks a gallon? That's what we could be looking at this summer, and you can blame it all on Joe Biden. Joe's the guy who pulled the plug on the Keystone Pipeline, stopped uh, a lot of the fracking, and took away the oil permits, uh, drilling permits, and uh, told Germany to, you know, go ahead and buy your natural gas from the Russians instead of us. Now the Russians are doing one of those uh, little excursions into Ukraine that Joe talked about a few months ago. My guest in our uh, second half hour will explain just how stupid Joe and the Democrats are and why you can blame them for the ridiculous gas prices that you'll be paying pretty soon. And then there's Canada. Uh, Pretty stupid up there, too. But even more scary than stupid, I guess. One of the organizers of the Freedom Convoy was arrested yesterday, and word came out today that she will not be getting out on bail, not because she's a murderer and might cause someone harm, but because the judge said that she thinks that this woman will commit more crimes if she's out on the street. Not even sure what crime she's being charged with and got her in jail, but she is in jail with no prospect of getting out anytime soon. And as you know, bank accounts are being frozen up there. And the Canadian Parliament uh, voted yesterday to allow Fidel Trudeau to extend the Emergency Powers Act, which all but officially makes him dictator. And what's the emergency? Over 90% of Canadians are vaccinated. All, uh, all, and countries all over the world are going back to normal. The U.K. is the latest. When we come back, I'll talk to the guy who's been our go-to guy in Canada for the last year or so and who has become the go-to guy for Fox News about all the stupidity up there. We'll update you on it. All the stupidity up north coming up. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much for your wireless service. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same 5G coverage as one of those big carriers on the exact same network, but saves the average family over $800 a year. And Pure Talk doesn't lock you into an overpriced, unlimited data contract. Why pay for data you don't need? Instead, get
Get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone and keep your number. Or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. So what are you waiting for? Start saving today. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Guess puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. There's one box that you'd run back into your burning house to grab. It's the box filled with your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Those sentimental, meaningful, irreplaceable moments. Hi, I'm Nick Mako. And I'm Adam Baselogger. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago so that we could help families save their memories from being destroyed by floods or fires. And it's not just natural disasters, Adam. Every day, videotapes and photos are slowly fading away, decaying, neglected in closets and attics. Digitizing your old media stops fading, and preserving those recordings means they are safe forever. It's like magic converting your shoebox of memories into digital files ready to watch and share. It's the only way to ensure your legacy is safe for generations. That's why over a million families have already trusted Legacy Box. Legacy Box is simple and easy, it works, and is safe. We'd love to preserve your family's collection. Don't wait. The risk is too great. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40%. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get started and save. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Let me ask you, what does your perfect wedding day look like? I'll bet you've imagined it over and over again. The crisp spring air, the fresh grass giving way beneath you as you walk towards your future, surrounded by the people you love the most. So what's in the way of you believing it's possible for you to have it? Are you believing the lie that you are meant to be alone? Or maybe you don't know what a Christian romance should look like or where to find it. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman, and I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months Challenge, where you will discover your heart's desire of a loving marriage. In this challenge, I'll teach you why now's your time to find love, what are the lies that are holding you back, why God wants you married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools to become a bride. Don't wait any longer. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com and you can start your journey to find that lasting, loving relationship now. Join me at lovestories.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, uh, we, were, we, were, we were way ahead of most of the media when it comes to Canada. We had guests on to talk about the insane mandates and lockdowns way back, uh, early on, a year and a half ago maybe. We talked to a pastor whose video of him kicking cops out of his church went viral. We've been talking to Joe Warmington, a reporter and columnist for the Toronto Sun since the early days of the insanity. The insanity hasn't stopped, uh, so Joe is back again. Joe, I hate to keep abusing you and your uh, willingness to come on the show, but... Uh, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your uh, crazy schedule that you got going on up there to come on and maybe give us a little bit of update. Thanks a lot. Well, I'm glad to do it, of course. And I, actually, I thank you for, for covering it. And, you know, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, it's not getting covered the same way in Canada. And so the American media is actually very important in this thing. Uh, you know, I know what you mean. At first, it was kind of like, well, you know, the Americans are interested in this and what is this all about? And then before we realized that the American media was vital to it, yourself included, and obviously Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity at Fox and people like that. And so, you know, uh, we're in a situation where we're in a police state where at any time they can kick down the door, there's no warrants, there's no rights. You don't even get, uh, you know, proper bail hearing or anything. They can just come in and take everything from you and they can seize your bank account and they can take you off of social media, and they can also block your street. And so, you know, uh, hopefully we get to keep talking to you. I don't know who we're irritating by doing it, but whoever it is, it's up to them if they want to shut it down. They have the power to do it right now. Up to whom to shut it? To, to, you mean the, the truckers? And- the, authorities, the authorities, the government, oh. are in control. It's, it's, uh, it's you know, the... There's no, there's no rule of law, if you will. Uh-huh. So if they want to, if they want to come in and arrest me for talking to you, and somebody says, "Hey, you talked to," you mentioned that pastor, uh, who's by the way, is still in solitary confinement. He is. So that's one guy in the gulag. Uh, Tamara Leach, who is the yeah organizer of this uh, rally, she she had her bail denied today, so she's charged with conspiracy 
to commit mischief. Mischief. <laughs> and she's and she no did, bail. She's no bail, and she may not be. If, if that stays like that, she could be in prison for a year before her trial, maybe even two years, because it takes a long time in Canada. Um, and uh, and then if she's you know later found guilty, maybe she's. They said that she could serve up to ten years. Canada, you know, there's all kinds of people that commit very serious crimes here. Mm-hmm. They're on bail in ten seconds. I mean, that's I, I write half of my columns on that, and not in this case. Uh, we've got a pastor. We've had more than one pastor. They love the jail pastors. What Trudeau does is he loves to pick on pastors and women, small small women like the Aboriginal woman in the walker that was knocked over under trampled under the horse, and you know, obviously, I could go through the list of women that have, you know, been on, under his, the boot of, uh, of his tyranny. Yeah. Uh, but, but, it, but it, again, you know, this is the thing. Um, when you live in a, you know, it is right now, at least, a police state, uh, you know, that kind of thing, you don't have a lot of rights, and they have all the rights and power. And so it is what it is. Now, it's, people that disagree with that, obviously, uh, you know, they're not being uh, honest about it because, this emergency act was passed, and it is very, very Orwellian what it can do. But for example, if somebody wanted to say, look, we don't like this, let's go on a national strike, whatever the business is. Well, they have the power with this act to go in and seize your business. So let's say trucking company said, look, none of us are going to deliver any trucks. We won't go to Ottawa now, but we're just not. Uh, they're not going to come out of the yard. Yeah. The government could come along and seize your company. Uh, and take those trucks. That's the kind of power they have. And uh, so um, why, well, the, the Parliament voted to go along with Trudeau's idea to extend the Emergency Powers Act. Uh, was that surprising to anybody that that, uh, that vote went that way? Well, you know, it, it, it really is, but not when you've got kind of leftist thinking. Now, many of the Liberal Party members uh, that are in the governing party have spoken out against it, but they decided to vote with it because uh, Prime Minister Trudeau made it a, what they, you know, they call a confidence vote, which means that if he loses it, that he has no moral authority to govern. They have to go to the governor general and decide what to do. And most likely it would end up into an election. And so he used that to whip, literally that's what they call it. They have a whip. Mm-hmm. to whip his own caucus to vote for him. And so a lot of them did it reluctantly, and, and the NDP are claiming that. But, you know... So wait a minute, Joe, can me, I interrupt you for a second? Because I, I want to yeah. probe the stupidity here. Th- these are elected officials who are supposed to be representing their constituents. Right. And they would vote to allow this to continue, even though they don't want it to continue, and and right. and, and allow all the stuff that follows from it being uh, extended... They would do that just in order to please Trudeau, and so that he wouldn't be upset with them, or that there wouldn't be an election. And not put their and not put their own seat at risk because if it went to an election, so say, right they away, they could be out, elected out. Yeah, yeah. So, so they also have to raise money and have yeah. to go through the pain pains of an election, and they, we just went through that. So, so yeah, they're they're they're, they're complete. I don't know what, what the word is for that, but like, you know, opportunists, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, they feel one thing, vote for another thing. I, I just don't get it. And, you know, this business of the horse the, is unbelievable. If anybody's listening to this thing, you've got to watch these videos. You can look at my Twitter and you can look at, I have a call. I'm the only one that in the mainstream media, we've got good independent media here. Mainstream media just didn't cover the story. It's been completely scrubbed, and there was a lot of pressure from the police on it to say that it didn't happen. There was no trampling. In fact, the narrative is still that. My column is still up there. There was trampling. There was two people that were badly hurt in it. The chief of police did not tell the truth when he told the media that they got up and they you know, walked away. It's not true. Uh, one of them was an Aboriginal woman, five foot tall. Her name is uh, Candace Ciro. And uh, she had a broken collarbone. And now the special investigation unit is involved, which means they're investigating it. So the, the, the chief didn't say that. Now, there's a second person. We don't know if it's a man or a woman. It's hard to tell in the video. But was badly hurt. And it must have been badly hurt because the hoof of the horse came right down on his or her chest. Also hit his or her head. And uh, it looks like the horse almost sat or did sit on part of midsection of this person got caught in this thing 
we don't know where this person is, and and nobody is commenting on it. I've written to the special investigation unit just to make sure they're okay and to find out exactly what it is. But I'll tell you, when I do all these things, and when I talk to you, and you know, if I go on Fox News or whatever they ask mm-hmm. me to do, I do that as a commentator and a columnist, and we haven't lost that right yet. But it's starting to, 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 I'm starting to notice that the media is not covering, they're actually saying the opposite. They're saying that there's violence against the police, etc. I'm pro-police, but if I see, and, and again, no commentary on a horse, that was probably an accident. But it did happen, and they said it didn't happen. And so when you're starting to see people reporting something that did happen, that didn't happen, we had reporters that actually, when they saw the tear gas, they reported tear gas, and later came back and said the police said there was no tear gas apologies uh we you know regret the error Can you imagine when everyone saw the tear gas they saw it shot they saw a reporter uh, i've seen the video boy. yeah yeah the hit with it and they're reversing it so it's very very much like what you would see in a third world country or in a communist country like uh, uh, cuba so joe where they scrub what's happening but what you're saying is that the 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 mainstream canadian media are they're not reporting that the woman got trampled, the two people got trampled? They're, they're not well, you can re- Google it. You can Google it. Anybody listening, go, go ahead and Google it and see. You'll find it on independent media. But no, no, but I mean, CBC's CBC. not covering it. Uh, no, no, they're not covering it. And they, and they didn't cover the OPP officer that went to the house to hand the pamphlet to a woman letting her know how she, she better behave. And they didn't cover the 78-year-old great-grandfather that I wrote about that uh, was, you know, had the Steven Seagal kind of arm lock move, like, you know, for honking his horn. And there's many other things. Um, you know, there's there's uh, people that have been taken out at gunpoint. There's another one that they're lying about. They say that nobody's been taken out at gunpoint. Well, I've seen it on video. I have videos of it. I have pictures of it. I've talked to people that had it happen. So don't lie to me about what's happening in my country and then expect me to play the game like that. You know, they want to put us in jail, go ahead and do it. But I'm telling you, there's one thing you have to keep intact as a reporter, and that is honesty and integrity. doesn't mean you have to be perfect, but you're not going to create a narrative that's not true. They should do their jobs better. And, uh, you know, this is all on the prime minister. I don't blame the police, but I'll tell you something. Uh, some of them are behaving very badly out there, including that woman that was going for the coffee and the guy punched her. And, uh, you know, and then obviously some of my media colleagues, some of them, they like CTV, CBC, they let them go. And then the other ones, uh, you know, they're harassing. I met Alexa Lavoie in Ottawa. I'd never met her before. I know Lincoln Jay, who's a great uh, you know, reporter out there. And I watched the video of himself and David Menzies, who's actually a good friend of mine, he used to work at The Sun with me. Um, they were harassed going to get a sandwich at the store. They hadn't eaten all day. They're not allowed to go to restaurants. They just went to the store to go back to their hotel and, and eat a sandwich and have a cup of tea. Harassed by the cops? Harassed. I mean, you can see this on video, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like humiliated by them, like they're treating them like they're in East Berlin. And so we've got a problem. And, you know, Pittsburgh, uh, you know, there's a lot of connections between Pittsburgh and Canada back and forth. Uh, It's time to wake up and see what's going on here and be honest about it. Look at it through the the proper eyes, because just because they're saying there's nothing to this, you know, you you just think of your own, your own country and think of what, what it'd be like to have 30 days of emergency powers where the, you know, there's nobody that can kind of uh, uh, check it, if you will. Well, you know what, it, and, and you've been appearing on Fox, and I've seen you doing a great job on there. On I've seen you on uh, uh, Tucker Carlson's show, um, and you're doing an excellent job on there. And it, what, it all, what, it, what, th- what you're saying about what's happening in Canada makes me appreciate Fox, because uh, Fox, If I, I say it all the time, and this has been going on for however long they've been on, 25 years, whatever it is, um, that I don't know where we'd be here in America without Fox, because we would have what you have up there, uh, stuff like this happening, uh, there would be no alternative. So uh, there is no Fox up there. Is there there's no national... Ne- I know Rebel News is out doing, but have, hasn't uh, Rebel News been barred from the press conferences, from covering the... Oh, yeah, no, Rebel News, is, and, and I feel they've been targeted, because David Menzies a couple weeks ago was really badly roughed up. Again, you can find that on YouTube. And Alexa Lavoie, they both asked tough questions of the prime minister during the last election in the summer. And they, they got into the debates because they had to go to court to let them in. And now, the, you know, literally, physically, you know, like you would think in, you know, back in East Germany or Soviet Union, 
actually physically hurting them, beating them up or shooting them with this cancer. She thought she was shot uh, when she was hit originally. She didn't know what, what the shot, shot with tear gas, right? She was shot with a tear gas canister, but she thought she had been shot because the, the gas came out and it was all around her. She couldn't breathe. You can hear her screaming in the video because she did, it was just a, such a crisis for her. She's a tough person, but nobody deserves that. Uh, no, it, it, it's, uh, it's the state uh, right now. You know, keep in mind that the media companies get a lot of money out of the, um, the government, paid for, of course, by the taxpayers uh, during this pandemic and, and other, you know, other reasons as yeah. well, just the general idea of, of media now. And so, you know, independent, I've been 30 years at the Toronto Sun, and, and, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm going to report what I see. Uh, I'm not in, you know, against anybody, including Prime Minister Trudeau. I mean, I'm very fair. In fact, he helped his people help me get my interpreter from Afghanistan over, and I've written that just in the last week. And, of course, I, you know, I love the police. So I, I'll approach the job the same way I always do. And, uh, and, you know, and so hopefully when people read what I do or listen to my commentaries or coming on your show, they'll know that, you know, that I'm not bought and paid for. I'm going to tell you what I, what I see. If I saw truckers hurting the police, I'd be the first to report that. I did not see that. I've seen people report that that kind of thing, but I haven't seen it with my own eyes, and, and neither have you, because I don't think it happened. Well, you're in Toronto, Joe. We're talking to Joe Warmington of the Toronto Sun. Uh, you're in Toronto, and you are telling us what you're telling us here, uh, and you're trying to report on this. If I turn on, if I'm, if I turn on the 6 o'clock news in Toronto tonight, am I going to be, is, is any of this going to be told to me, or is it, are they, are they oh. saying everything's wonderful? Yeah, they're going to say that the prime minister did what the police couldn't do. They, these dirty truckers uh, that he, you know, he used every name in the book, including calling them racist um, and, and this kind of thing, that they had to get rid of them. They don't seem to care that Tamara Leach is uh, being held in solitary confinement, I understand. Same with uh, uh, Pastor Arthur Pawlowski. And, there's, you know, there's been others, uh, other pastors that have been arrested. And, of course, when you don't have bail, I mean, it's very, very unusual to not have bail, unless for serious crimes, and even there they'd give a bail. So, you know, the judge that uh, decided on Tamara today, now, I've never met Tamara, so I say Tamara as if I, I know her. I've never met her. I talked to her once on the phone, but, but she's become such a, you know, a well-known person now. But that judge ran for the Liberals in an election or two back, and then got the appointment, I think, actually in 2015. So, again, this is somebody that wanted to be in the Liberal government and is contributing to it now. It doesn't make any sense to not give her bail. They can put conditions on there, let her go home. She's right. a kid. Yep. But they're not doing that. It's cruel and unusual punishment, and it's getting worse. And it's, like I said, there's no way that we know where this is going because this power is in the hands of Trudeau and his henchmen. And, uh, you know, you see them yourself, you wonder... Uh, this goes back to the G20. I covered that in 2010, and that was pretty ugly It's in its own right. And that was, at that time, the chief of police was a guy named Bill Blair. Now, he's the emergency minister here in Canada now. And, you know, I see his, uh, you know, whatever the word is, like his influence on some of this. Again, I like Bill Blair uh, as a guy. I've been fishing, uh, you know, fishing and stuff like that. He's been on the boat. But at the same time, you have to wonder when you're taking innocent people and putting them in, you know, you know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're not, they're not terrorists. They're, they just have something that they feel strongly about. And that's that they didn't like the vaccine mandates. They want a choice. And that's why they did it. And the, because Trudeau, don't forget when that border, you know, we talked about it before when they did that border restriction, they reversed it for one day. So they thought they had won this thing. And then they, then Trudeau and his team, said, no, we're actually not going to do that. It was a communications error, which was not true. And then they turned around, and so that's what started the convoy. Trudeau started the convoy by his reversal of something he already reversed. So this is all on him. All the rhetoric, everything that he did was to get something going here, to create this whole thing about the Emergency Act. We talked about that, the possibility of it. Everyone said, no, it won't happen. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen because I understand communism. And I understand what he's uh, up to. And so that's where we're at. And yeah. I'm sure that within the next 30 days, everything will be hunky-dory. Yeah. I'm sure. Wow. Hey, uh, hey, Joe, I could go on with this. Uh, the, the, most, the, the roast 
the thing that bothers me the most is the media being in cahoots with the government. That's really scary. But I, I, I'm, I, I hate to say I'm going to bother you again, but this isn't going away. But I, I appreciate you coming on and giving us an update. Thanks. All the best. Thank you. Okay, that's Joe Warmington of the Toronto Sun. And check him out at torontosun.com. I, I, it's just, uh, it's, it's pretty terrifying, really. We'll be back. Sorry, news. I'm John Scott. President Biden scheduled to give an update on the Russia-Ukraine crisis in the coming hour. White House correspondent Greg Clugston with a preview. The president's East Room remarks were added to his schedule following Russian troop deployments in eastern Ukraine. The White House now refers to those troop movements as an invasion. That's a red line President Biden has said would result in the U.S. levying sanctions against Moscow. He has warned Russia's Vladimir Putin that invading Ukraine would be a gigantic mistake and would result in severe consequences from the West. Greg Clugston. Washington. Consumer confidence declined modestly this month, but remains high. The conference board said its consumer confidence index ticked down to 110.5 in February. That's from 111.1 in January. Stocks remain lower now. The Dow is down 434. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, over-designed, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Jay Sekulow is seeing parents fighting back. San Francisco parents recalled three members of the city school board. They were recalled because... Parents in San Francisco said there was too much focus on social justice, too much focus on race. They weren't, they were using it as an opportunity for social engineering. Secular, live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Alder at 7, on AM 1250. The answer. Four years ago, China expert Stephen Mosher warned us about the rising threat of Chinese totalitarianism. Four years later, the threat from China has grown exponentially. Yet, in spite of China's relentless violations of human rights and dignity, China is being honored as the host of the Winter Olympics. In the eye-opening, fully updated version of Steve Mosher's book, Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to World Order, Mosher exposes China as a world-class manipulator. Mosher's book, Bully of Asia, details how in the face of communist party threats and a worldwide pandemic the world continues to enable china with economic engagement the christian review hails bully of asia as a somber warning breitbart news calls it compelling and a beacon of hope and bill gertz says bully of asia is a vitally important book read the unvarnished truth about china you won't see during the olympics get stephen mosher's book Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to the World Order. Available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app. Smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Finishing out the afternoon with everything still super hectic. Now, your delays start on 579 from Veterans Bridge all the way across town 
to Liberty Bridge and then outbound through the tunnels. That is just a major backup all the way across. Parkway East, a solid tie-up outbound. Glenwood up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. On the inbound side, it's solid Forbes Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Delay there about 15 minutes. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Flood watch is in effect through Wednesday morning. For tonight, it will be overcast with a little rain this evening, followed by a passing late night shower. We'll see a low of 41. Breezy tomorrow morning, otherwise low clouds, maybe some sunshine. will reach a high of 42. For Thursday, cloudy skies, a bit of snow and rain at times in the afternoon with little to no accumulation. We'll see a high Thursday of 36. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, Putin went on one of those little excursions, uh, and it's being called an invasion. Maybe you don't care about Ukraine, but your government is going to make you care because gas prices are going up. Daniel Turner is the executive director of Power of the Future. He's here to explain why and how much. Daniel, thanks for being here. Always a pleasure to be back on your show. Thank you. So uh, I don't know where to begin. You're the expert on energy. Let's start with just, I mean, what happened today, um, what that means geopolitically. I don't even want to begin to try to uh, even try to have a serious discussion about that. But just uh, the direct effect that it might have on people who are riding in their cars right now coming home from work, possibly. Yeah. And, and, you know, the president, even in his uh, remarks a, a little while ago, acknowledged that he said that, you know, there is a price for freedom and we're all going to pay it. And he, he meant specifically at the pump. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And, and uh, the reason why is because we have a huge uh, supply shortage right now. And the actions that, that Putin has taken in the Ukraine are going to increase that supply, not just because of Russian oil and gas, which is going to be majorly disrupted, right? If all of the world oil and gas producers are on this global commodity, Russians' disruption is going to increase that tremendously. But a lot of Russian allies are going to start taking action. If you're Iran and you hate the United States of America and you hate the West and you are aligned with Russia and you're one of the world's largest oil and gas producers, I wouldn't be surprised if they take action, whether that is in the sense of military violence, as we have seen them do in the UAE these last couple of weeks through the uh, Houthi-backed, uh, Houthi-backed uh, um, uh, Iranian militants, or whether it's they cut their supply production voluntarily to drive up the price even more. So, yeah, these are never isolated incidents, and the only way to solve it really is to increase supply domestically, but you know Biden's not going to do that. Well, if he wanted to change his mind on increasing uh, supply domestically, what kind of a turnaround are we talking about? If he came out tomorrow morning and said, okay, I'm reopening uh, the Keystone Pipeline and I'm going to allow permits for more drilling and all that stuff, how quickly could that happen and how quickly could things turn around? Uh, Months. I mean, six months minimum, maybe even a year. The reason why is because Oil and gas production is a very capital-intensive and labor-intensive process. And by the time a discovery is made from drilling to actually producing oil and bringing it to market is a very long and slow process. And so the disruptions that we're experiencing, which were calculated disruptions by the Biden administration, disruptions by the EPA, by the Department of Interior withholding permitting, Department of, of Energy, etc., all of these disruptions are, are incremental and they're cumulative. So even before we were talking about Iran and, and in the Ukraine, I'm sorry, Russia and the Ukraine, months ago when I was on your show, we were talking about why is oil and gas hitting $60, $70 a barrel? And I was saying these are cumulative actions that when all of, they've all come home to roost and now you add on top of that geopolitics, this is a really volatile world we live in, and it's a volatile industry. But let me be very clear about the alternatives that are being proposed. This would not go away if we went renewable, because what Russia is to oil and gas, China is to renewables. And if people think, well, we'll just use wind and solar and we'll problem solve, problem exacerbated, because China is a bigger threat than Russia. Well, if you know that, Daniel, why uh, doesn't Joe Biden know that? Why don't the Democrats know that? Or is the obvious uh, answer they do know it and don't care? 
Yeah, I, I, you know, and I hate to say that, and it does make me sound like an awfully cynical person, but sadly we're seeing that in a lot of aspects of government, right? We, we knew, you know, the CDC knows information and they're not releasing it. That's another big story in the news right now. Yep. Why not? You know, uh, they knew stuff about Hunter Biden. Why not? The FBI knows he violated his his, his firearms. He's a, he's a, he committed felony firearms actions, but no one's going to go after him. So there's always a lot of actions the government does not do uh, and doesn't act on for whatever their agenda is. I believe the climate agenda is a lot more nefarious and larger than anyone wants to acknowledge. So we play these climate change games, um, but it has nothing to do with the earth, the environment, climate change. It has a lot more to do with control. And the fossil fuel industry is getting in the way of what statists want, which is government control. Well, I saw a poll not uh, just in the last few days that uh, asked people what was their, you know, what was the, um, the the top issues on their minds as voters. These were likely voters, and climate change. I know there were like twenty three items there, and climate change was like twenty one. So, yeah. how is this politically smart right. on the part of the Democrats to to know that people are driving around paying uh, three fifty? It's going to be four dollars a gallon pretty soon. I'm guessing. Yeah, and that's going to really be a, a huge issue when we get to the polls in November, which is why this is a wonderful distraction and, and why the, the, the Biden supporters and allies are going to easily turn this into, hey, look, look, in a time of war, we all need to back the commander in chief. Oh, in a yeah. time of, of, you know, and that's what's going to happen to us. And you're going to be told that you not only are you being an un, disloyal to this country and you're not being patriotic, but, you know, quite frankly, you could be a threat to democracy itself when you're saying these things. Um, we've been down this path before. And so, when, you know, I don't understand why the, the Democrats push these policies, which do punish the very people, the very people they care about. Uh, it punishes the American people. You know, for four years, and I've been on your show for years now, John, and I'm always grateful to be on your show. But for years, we were told, ah, you're just a stooge of oil and gas and Trump is their puppet. He just loves the big oil industry. Well, you know what? Oil is doing very well under Joe Biden, and, and that's not good. I'm not here for the oil industry. I'm not happy that CEOs are making a lot of profit. Um, the American people are suffering, and that's who I care about. But it's very funny that for four years we were told, we're big oil, we're evil, we're their puppet. And now they got the guy who hates big oil, and the very thing he wants, he's getting the opposite result. It's kind of Democrat politics in a nutshell. So uh, th this is a good time for the oil companies? All this is good for the oil companies? This is huge investment. Now, there is a, a problem they are facing. Uh, I'm sorry, huge profit. There is a problem they are facing, and that their permitting is drying up. Um, right, You have an administration which is increasingly hostile, and, and so... I think if you were oil and gas, yes, in the short term, you're taking a lot of money. But in the long term, you would much rather lower price points and volume because volume is where you make you know, long-term sustainable uh, productivity. And they don't have volume little by little because this administration is pro prohibiting expansion on federal land. It's, it, it stopped leases in the Gulf of Mexico, right? It's, it stopped leases on federal land. It's fracking moratoriums on federal land. I mean, we haven't talked about tribal land. Um, so, yeah, the industry right now is, is, is probably cash rich. But after a while, if you're a company and you just sit on cash and you have no way to turn it into more profit, you do go belly up. And our country is full of those stories. So if, if you are uh, running an oil company, you want this, uh, you want the, the Keystone pipeline opened up. You want the more more drilling. It doesn't. You're not. You're not saying, "Oh, good for us. Uh, supply's low. That means uh, demand's going to stay high. We're going to make lots of money." Absolutely, and and that's you know one of the things that this industry gets knocked on is they you know the the detractors say oil companies are thrilled that it's ninety dollars a barrel. They're making money, but you know these are not stupid men and women, and they also realize the American people are getting really really angry. And, and you, you can't have an, a group of angry customers, right? And they also realize they have an extremely hostile administration. So temporarily, they're probably raking in some cash. There's no doubt about it. But those are very bad long-term prospects. Um, you know, and it was funny when Jennifer Granholm, the Secretary of Energy, talked about Keystone and John Kerry talked about Keystone. And they said it was a bad business decision. And you want to say, I've never seen a company 
invest billions of dollars and almost a decade of effort in a bad business decision, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't think we want government deciding who the winners and losers are in the economy. They've done that all during COVID. And what was the result? Your mom and pop restaurant got to shut down, was told to shut down, but Denny's and McDonald's, they were able to stay open. Now, no offense to Denny's and McDonald's. Right, right. right. But they told, they told Amazon, you guys can keep delivering, but they told your local hardware store, you guys had to shut down. And little mom and pop shops got kicked in the teeth. And big, huge, big box stores with powerful D.C. lobbyists all got exemptions. I don't want the same thing to happen to the energy industry, but that's sadly the direction we're headed in. Talking to Daniel Turner, he's executive director of Power of the Future, and what's going to happen to the price at the pump now that uh, Putin has decided to mess around in Ukraine. Um, you, you mentioned here in your press release that um, Germany relies on Russia for more than half of its annual consumption of natural gas and spends $15 billion uh, every year uh, sends it to to uh, Russia. So, um, what how what does that do for Germany when they're trying to protest against Russia's invasion of Ukraine? If it is actually an invasion, I know, and I I was genuinely stunned that Germany revoked the permitting process for their Nord Stream two pipeline. If you had asked me yesterday, I would have bet the exact opposite. So, kudos to Germany for standing up for principle and saying, well, if you're going to invade Ukraine and not building a pipeline with you as a nation. But for the leadership of America, that would have been the decision a long time ago. In fact, the, you, Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas, tried to pass legislation to sanction the Nord Stream 2 pipeline about a month ago. And the Biden administration, lobbyists, and State Department officials secured the vote to make sure those sanctions were not put in place. So kudos to Germany for leading, but really sad for America that, that uh, you know, similarly, John, the, the U.K., Boris Johnson yesterday announced no more nothing, no more mandates, no more COVID right, passports, right. no more math. Yeah. The world is, 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 is passing us by on leadership, and, and we're back in this mentality of leading from behind, and that's just, that, that's, a, that's, an, that's a sophism, leading from behind. That's, that's just an excuse to be a coward. And, and, boy, when America has a cowardly president, look at what the world does it's it's tragic but it's true we keep hearing about nord stream nord stream 2 and what biden did or didn't do could you uh tell listeners um what exactly is nord stream and what is it that joe biden did that he probably shouldn't have done that's uh, creating the problems we have yeah russia is one of the largest natural gas producers in the world and the way you transport natural gas is under extreme pressure you can turn it into a liquid, and then you can run it through a pipeline like any other liquid. There is a pipeline that already exists between Germany and that goes into, excuse me, from Russia. It goes across the Baltic Sea uh, underwater, and it comes out uh, in northern Germany. Um, and it's called Nord Stream 1. Germany, uh, Russia wanted a second pipeline to increase the amount of natural gas they could bring to Germany and then through Germany to the rest of, of uh, the Western European countries. And that's what Nord Stream 2 was. President Trump showed up and he said, you know what, how building a pipeline to Russia, A, Germany, you pay your darn NATO dues, right? We're tired of, of you floating or floating you. You know, you don't, NATO was not being funded properly. America was paying the entire bill. So how about instead of that, you pay your darn NATO bills, and two, if you want more natural gas, you buy it from the United States, because we produce more natural gas than Russia. And that was the agreement. But the Biden administration reversed that and said, you know what, how about you don't pay your NATO dues, because this is our responsibility as Americans. Again, it's that idea that American leadership means uh, everyone gets to, gets to kick America in the teeth. Yep. Um, so don't worry about your NATO dues and go ahead and build this pipeline because that will be a stabilizing force in, 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 in Europe. Well, it's not a stabilizing force, but you know what, John? We were told this about China 30 years ago. If we give them most favored nation status, Bill Clinton said, and we start trading with the Chinese, they will forego their communist ways sure and it will be will. a stabilizing yeah. force. And look at where we are now with China, right? They're wealthy and they're as evil as they've ever been. And we're doing the same with Russia. They're richer and Putin is just as much a KB agent and he's, as he's ever been. So Nord Stream 2 is between 
not only physically but in terms of policy, is between Russia and Germany. What does uh, what can Joe Biden do about that other than just lean on the Germans? Yeah, well, exactly. Joe Biden can say that you as a NATO partner are violating your NATO agreement. NATO exists as a hedge from Russian influence in the West. And then when the right. Soviet Union fell, there were a lot of people who said, do we still need a NATO? There's no more Soviet Union, but there was still a Russia. And they said, you know what, let's keep NATO going because we don't know what this new Russia is going to do. They still have thousands of nuclear weapons. And, and so let's keep an eye on them and keep the NATO alliance. Well, if Germany is buying at the tune of $15 billion Russian natural gas, that's $15 billion in Putin's pocket. The very reason why NATO exists is to keep Putin and Russia from having rich riches and power. And, and, and this pipeline is giving him riches and power. So if you wanted a, a more pro-Putin policy, he couldn't have crafted it himself. And President Trump's suggestion was, how about you just don't buy anything from Russia, let them keep their Dawn product, no customers, and you buy it from America. Boy, that, Wouldn't that be a better thing? So how, how does, uh, I just, I don't understand how any, this, that kind of stupidity even is allowed to exist. Uh, I'm out of time. I got about 30 seconds left. How much am I going to, I just bought a little sports car that takes a high test. How much am I going to be paying for a gallon in uh, this summer when I'm driving it around? Well, your first question about you don't understand the stupidity, I don't either. And it's just yeah. want to beat your head against the wall sometimes. Um, I think oil is going to go to 125. Oh. I, I have a thousand, I have a thousand gallon propane tank here on my farm. And the faster I can fill it up, the faster I will, because it's going to go higher and higher for the next couple of months. Five bucks a gallon? Effortlessly. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I had better news, but it is. Well, hey, Daniel, I got, I'm, I'm glad you're here to give us the news. Uh, you can't help if it's bad, but I appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks. It is always great to be on with you. Thank you, sir. Okay, thank you. That's Daniel Turner, Executive Director of Power of the Future. Five bucks a gallon. I'll be right back. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffat forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. The credit card debt happened when my daughter was born. I was using one credit card account to roll over into another credit card account, and it was snowballing. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called Trinity, the representative understood the need based on the situation. They were great people to work with. From the first phone call that I made, they had me on a track to mitigate the credit card debt. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. Working with Trinity gave me the ability to save thousands of dollars. My name's Doug, and thanks to Trinity, I'm debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. At paid for by this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that's now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-959-4526 now. Drivers who are covered 
covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. Call 800-959-4526. 800-959-4526. What do you have to lose? Call 800-959-4526 now. Visit us on the web at completecar.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, a little uh, sports note here. Did you know that, I believe it's today, it wasn't yesterday, was it? I believe it's today, 42 years ago today, the the, uh, U.S. Olympic team beat the Russians. The hated, evil USSR, Soviet Union Russians, they beat them. Uh, And what was called by Sports Illustrated the greatest uh, event in American sports history. Um, And uh, the thing about it is most people saw it on delay because it was um, it it was on during the during the day. And uh, not a lot of people, not as many people saw it. I remember I was working at uh, Channel four at the time and I had to go on the on the air at six o'clock and I had to say, uh, I'm going to tell you what happened between the Russians and the U.S. If you don't want to know the answer, turn away from your TV. And I waited 15 or 20 seconds, and then I reported it. Um, and then that was when uh, the Olympics were really interesting because the Soviet Union was so, so hated and it was such an evil empire and all that stuff that – uh, the Olympics, summer and winter, but uh, when it was the U.S. against the USSR, it was huge. Um, and that's all changed. That all changed because Russia became a little bit more friendly. But here we are, <laughs> 42 years later, and Vladimir Putin would like to get back, it appears, to the good old USSR. Uh, so that might not be good for the world, but It'll be good for the Olympics ratings, which, by the way, for NBC, this this uh, just completed Olympics were completely in the toilet. So maybe that's some good news out of the invasion, if that's what it is, of Ukraine. Got to have something. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.